So on the flight over to America there a few weeks ago, on the 1st of January, uh, I decided to watch a movie because it was a seven and a half hour flight and I had nothing else to do. Uh, so there was a, a movie called uh, All the Money in the World. It's got Mark, it starts Mark, Mark Wahlberg and it, it tells the story of a, <coughs> it's a true story actually, of a J. Paul Getty, uh, who was an oil tycoon uh, in the States back in the day, and he was extraordinarily rich. Uh, he, had, he was a, a very shrewd mover in the business world. <coughs> Actually, he, he set up his, his business as a form of trust, so basically like a charity, so he didn't have to pay uh, an oil tycoon, right? Oil. So it sets it up as a charity, basically, so he doesn't have to pay tax. And he is just, like, multi-billionaire, doesn't, doesn't even begin to describe it. Okay, so his um, nephew is taken uh, in Rome. So his nephew is visiting Rome, and he is kidnapped and held to ransom. So uh, Mr. Getty then is, is interviewed, and he said, well, your, your nephew has been taken hostage, and uh, the, 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 the ransom is $17 million. So what are you going to do? And he said, well, I, shan't, I won't pay a cent. And he said, they said, well, why? He said, well, I, I have nine other nieces and nephews. If I pay for this one, every single one of them will be in danger. I'll have to pay for them all. Uh, so, he said, so then they, they asked him, well, how much, how much is your nephew worth to you? How, how much is he worth paying? And he said, nothing, and just walks away. Now, as the movie goes on, you get to know the, the heart of the man a little more that uh, he really, yeah, he had maybe a heart for his nieces and nephews, uh, but almost in, in terms of possessing them, owning them, and also having someone to, to pass his empire onto. He, he, actually, this particular guy who was taken hostage, uh, or who was kidnapped, John Paul, uh, he was uh, the, 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 the successor, the, the guy that, that, that Mr. Getty had lined up to succeed him. Okay. But he lives in this extraordinarily huge and beautiful mansion on his own. And there are a few scenes where the, 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 the director is actually Ridley Scott, and this is a fantastic scene where, where uh, a man comes in, so uh, dressed in a suit, and, um, and says, uh, so are we, are we ready to do business? And Mr. Getty says, yes, yes, we are. Okay, so then he opens up, Mr. Getty opens up a case full of, Million, we, we don't know exactly, but like hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe millions of dollars, right? So he just opens the, the case and the trader sees it and he says, well, thank you very much. So watching the movie, you think he's after making a deal to get his, his uh, nephew free. Uh, uh, and then he says, oh, can I see it? And the man says, of course you can. And, so he, and he unveils a picture, a, a painting. And Mr. Getty looks at it and he's, he's marveled and he, he takes it and he sits down and he says, you know, I love things. Things like this <clears throat> never disappoint you. It was a picture of the Madonna and Child. So he kept looking at the, at the, at the, the Madonna and Child, the, the image, the, the painting, and said, what a, what a beautiful little boy. And all the while, like you're thinking, your nephew is, is kidnapped at the moment. You're willing to pay for an image, but not for your nephew. So it's, just, it's, just a, it's very well directed, the whole thing. Okay, I better move on because uh, it's yeah. Okay, it's an interesting movie, but it uh, 
on the, on the flight back, I really should be quoting St. Thomas Aquinas or someone smart and not movies. On the flight back uh, into Ireland, I watched another movie, which shall remain nameless because I don't recommend it, but it was a, it's a modern take on the Aladdin story. So the, this uh, lady finds a, a lamp and out pops the genie with three wishes. And when the genie comes out, he asks her, he, he tells her the rules. So he says, you have three wishes, three and only three. You cannot wish for eternal life. You cannot wish for infinite wishes. And the, whatever you wish for must be the deepest desire of your heart. Okay? And so he asks her, what is the deepest desire of your heart? And I just, I find that a very interesting question. What is the deepest desire of your heart? Like, if we, it's, obviously that kind of thing isn't real, you know, genies and lamps and wishes and things, but we do have, it might be even dangerous to say something similar, but like, we pray to God, like God isn't a genie and he doesn't grant wishes, but we do pray to God who is Father, who grants grace and who can absolutely grant our intentions. It's not the same as a, as a, genie, a genie and a lamp, because a, a genie can actually grant you things that would harm you. He would grant you things that would, wouldn't be good for you. He could grant you world dominion. Whereas God would never do that. He would never grant us anything that would harm us. So it's, it's not really the same thing, but I think you get the point. Like, what is the deepest desire of your heart? I remember I got to know a, a family on one occasion, uh, and the, the father of the family was a huge Ferrari fan. So he had pictures in, in the house of uh, Ferrari F40 that, that he got to, to drive in once. And... Uh, Anyway, so we got talking about cars and things, and uh, and he said, you know, I just I just absolutely, I'm just just fascinated by these cars, the sounds, the smells, the the shape, the the, the art, like they're just, they're just so so beautiful. And then he said, he looked at me straight in the face and said, I and he said, I'd rather be crying in my Ferrari than happy in a Volkswagen Polo. And I thought he was joking, so I kind of giggled and realised he's actually not. He's so fascinated by these things. He said, I would rather be crying in my Ferrari than happy in a Volkswagen Polo. I would rather material things than happiness. I was actually shocked. because I'd never actually heard, I'd never heard anyone say something like that before. I'd rather have material things than happiness. What are the deepest desires, desires of your heart? What are they? Material, like, material things, wealth, money. Like, if you were asked, if, 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 if it was a thing, which it will never be, but if you were asked, like, what is the deepest desire of your heart? What's the, like, what the deepest wish that you have that you could be granted? I think some might say, yes, money. Okay. And then once you have money, once you have it, then what? Because will money, will money earn you friends? Will it earn you love? Will it earn you family? Will it earn you the affection of people that you care about? Okay, so if it's not money, then what? Well, then you could have maybe, you know, land or maybe governance of, you know, maybe it might be, I'd like to be a, a king or elected to govern a country, a president or something. Okay, would that make you happy? I mean, are politicians or presidents uh, happier than the general populace? Are they? Or it might be something a little more noble, like maybe the healing of someone you love. Maybe a family member has cancer. And, you know, if you had a wish, I wish that they would be healed. That's a little, at least a little more noble because you're not looking at yourself. You're looking for the good of someone else. But now we're starting to get places, I think. 
What are the deep? What is the deepest desires? What are the deepest desires of your heart? What do you want? I think it's 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 a, it's a fascinating kind of a question for our faith also. Because I think when you, when we start digging a little deeper, whatever it may look like on the outside, fundamentally, I think what we're looking for is happiness. You know, say I want to. I'd like to be more handsome. I'd like to be skinnier, taller, blonder, have my hair back, have, a hair, have my hair color back. Um, I'd like to uh, be married. I'd like to have kids. I'd like to have security, a house, a home, uh, a husband or a wife who loves me. I'd like to have um, a secure job. Okay. But all of these things on their own, is there something deeper because those things on their own don't really well do do they satisfy the deepest desires of our hearts they can go a long way towards it absolutely being married to someone who who loves you and having a, a loving family is such an incredible gift but what are the deepest desires of our hearts i think fundamentally the deepest desires of our hearts are, are to love and to be loved. That you have people who, who you can love. So people who, this, this, this uh, ability that we have within, within us to, to give ourselves, that, 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 has, to, that, that kind of has to flow somewhere, has to go somewhere. Like, we, we need to love people. Loving people is what allows us to discover the, the, the deepest potential in our own hearts self-sacrifice selflessness thinking of the other putting the other first love is what allows us to discover that loving others and then to be loved to know that that there are people who know you and love you as you are warts and all that I think these are are the deepest desires of our hearts, from I, I would think, I would hope anyway, and well, actually, maybe, maybe allow me to correct myself, I think these probably should be the deepest desires of our hearts, but it could, it could actually happen that maybe they aren't. Maybe, it, maybe actually we do stop at, I just want to be wealthy, I just want to be powerful, I just want to be pretty, I just want to be right, I just want this person to love me, I just want whatever it may be, and we stop short of, of these most profound and, and, and most noble desires of our hearts, to love and to be loved, and they are only satisfied completely and entirely in heaven. We have been created, as, as this very overused quotation from, from uh, St. Augustine, but it is beautiful, you have created us for yourself, O oh Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. We have been created for God, and that's where our, our heart and soul find rest. Everything else passes now then in in god in that relationship with god that's also then where we, where we will find uh, an even more profound love for others so it's not like you know god satisfies our every desire and so because of that we don't care about our family we don't care about our children we don't care no of course not in god we love them with an even an even greater love an even purer love an even more selfless love why because we have this infinite source of grace which allows me to love even better even more selflessly it's the deepest desires of our hearts the deepest desires of our hearts are satisfied by God alone. 
by God alone. And in that, in that relationship, in, in, in that fulfillment, then we're capable of loving as we should and being loved, receiving love as we ought. When anything else takes God's place in our lives, I know these are only stories, like, but those kind of movies, they show the, 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 the emptiness of anything that isn't God. This man, J. Paul Getty, at the end of the movie, holds that painting, and he stares at it, and he's on death's door. He's perspiring like crazy. He's on his own in this massive mansion. And he says, what a beautiful child, what a beautiful child. And he dies. Hated by everyone. And completely alone. Having achieved exactly what he wanted and having attained exactly what he desired. Wealth, all the beautiful art and the artifacts and things that he wanted, he had them all. He got exactly what he wanted. And it was completely unfulfilling. The deepest desires of our hearts are satisfied by God alone. And the tempter is very, very, very good at presenting everything and anything else. Even good things, but just inferior goods to God alone. He knows our hearts and he knows where our weaknesses are. He knows what to present to us that might make us just go slightly off track. Let us decide again to put the Lord in the first place in our hearts. Let us decide again to recognize him as our greatest good and the fulfillment of our every desire. Amen.